Welcome to That's Rad, Adventures in Life, Love, and Wedding Planning from the Pacific Northwest. Oops. <laughs> Where are we again? <laughs> the Pacific Northwest. That's right. There we go. I am Rad, a local wedding planner, planner fame, and the owner of Rad Occasions. And this is the amazing, fantastical Rob. <laughs> <laughs> that had a great lead up, and then it just kind of like... <laughs> Ma. Amazing, fantastical. Rob. Yeah, that's me. We've been doing a lot this last week. We have, yes. Like, a lot, a lot. So, before I get sidetracked and tell everybody what we've been doing, I need to say first, this is Season 1, Episode 8, and we're going to talk about eloping. Ooh, eloping. Yes, but anyways, back to what we were talking about. Which was? Which was... We're tired. Yeah. Yeah. So I know last week we didn't have an episode and that was because we were moving and I tried to squeeze in recording an episode and I, yeah. (laughs) It wasn't going to happen. It wasn't. No, not between everything. So now we are in our new place. It is fully unpacked except for art that needs to go on the wall. And you'll notice it is so much quieter in the background. Yeah, you'll get a lot less ambient noise, a lot less crashing and banging and people yeah. walking around and going yeah. through garbage cans and all that good stuff. Exactly. I don't know if anyone actually ever caught on to any of that, but it was there in the background. The most you're probably going to hear now is our cat with her bell because she needs one because we moved from a one bedroom to a two bedroom and we can't find her otherwise. <laughs> Yeah, she's very good at hiding. She's very sneaky. Very sneaky. I am surprised she fit under our new bed frame. The one that I thought she would not be able to fit under because it's a platform bed. But she squeezed and wiggled her way in there. Yeah, we got that one because we didn't think she was going to be able to make it underneath. <gasps> underneath. And because it was lower and easier. Yeah. and she's For her to, like, you know, Ba-dum. jump up. <laughs> yes, but that's kind of what we call her, jumping up on the bed. Yeah, the sound effect. Yeah. 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 So before we really, really get into what we were going to talk about, which was eloping, enough about us, <laughs> um, I want to give a shout out to Buzzsprout. They are our podcast hosting platform, and they've actually made some everything really easy to use. My web designer set me up with it, and everything from like the upload process to creating sound bites to like even getting registered on new platforms has been so easy. And like, I'm somebody who's kind of technology. Challenge, not illiterate. <laughs> Challenged. Usually I just like press buttons until it works kind of thing. So this was like super, super nice that even if something did go wrong on the website, which one time it did, I emailed them and they like got back to me and it was like solved in less than an hour. It was amazing. So I will also be posting a reel on Instagram for the first time ever. I know. Do know what all the cool kids are doing of what my podcast setup is so you guys can see what goes on behind the scenes and to know that it is really easy to start up your own podcast. And if you're interested, I will leave a link in our show description that um, will let Buzzsprout know that we sent you and it'll get you a $20 Amazon gift card if you sign up for a paid plan and it helps support our show. So win, 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 win. 
Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 So I guess we should actually talk about what we were supposed to talk about. Eloping? Eloping. <laughs> Which is kind of what we did. And yeah. then I think about it. But I guess we should get into like the actual definition of eloping. Because I know eloping, well, 2020 has become the year of eloping. Yeah. yeah. And even eloping was one of those things that I think we had a conversation about not too long ago about the definition of eloping because you've said you've had a, a few people be like, oh, we're eloping, but we're eloping in like 2021 or 2022. Mm-hmm the dedicated date and all this kind of stuff. And I always kind of assumed eloping was like, we've made this decision and we're going to grab like 10 of our closest friends and a few family members and we're just going to go do it. See, I feel like that is almost like a micro wedding though. If you have like your friends and family there, because like the exact definition of eloping is, is a wedding without the knowledge of those family and friends. Okay, so yeah. it's, it's kind of like a surprise. Exactly. And then people who elope really only just have a ceremony, and then a lot of them don't even do, like, a, a reception or, a, like, big celebration afterwards. Um, so that's, like, the actual definition of eloping. So it's very minimalistic. Very minimalistic. But I think it's kind of evolved, especially with the pandemic, um, where you do kind of want your closest there. So, cause people are reimagining their weddings that they had planned for like a hundred, maybe even 300 people. And they're just like, okay, well, how do we make this work? We still want to get married. So it's kind of been an ever evolving, um, definition at this point. So besides the pandemic, there's lots of other reasons for people eloping. I, I know that, um, for us, like a huge thing, it was just not our thing. Um, maybe like you want to be super spontaneous, like what Rob was just saying, what you were just saying. Yeah. Yeah. So there's that as well, but you do have to remember that like, and we'll get into this, there are some requirements, so you might not be able to be like super, super spontaneous. So we'll get into that. Um, also, I know some people have said that they have eloped because they just have a different priority in life. And that priority being that they'd rather, um, just elope and do the thing and have it like really, um, small and intimate and they can like spend that money on like a house or like their next car or something else. Right. So it it all depends on your priorities for sure. Um, some people I know when we could travel outside of the country would also, um, have their wedding at the same time. Just like you can like go up to any of the resorts in Mexico and basically say, Hey, I want to get married. Do you guys have any availability? And then go from there. So that's also another option. Yeah. yeah. And I think we even talked about eloping to Italy at some point or mm-hmm. Greece or, yeah. Yeah. And I'll get into why we didn't mean keep going down the list here. Sorry, so, am I jumping ahead? Yeah, you are. Mm. That's okay. I was too. <laughs> so I'm going to first speak to BC in particular in terms of the law. Um, 
you're going to need a marriage license to make it legal. And the BC Vital Staffs Department allows you on their website to search for the closest location to you where you can get a marriage license. Uh, you can also walk out with it the exact same day you go in, um, as long as you pay the $100 fee and have all of your ID. And remember, it can't be expired, except they might be making exceptions right now because it's crazy long lineups to get in to update your ID these days. Um, I know I mentioned witnesses earlier. So in BC, you do need to have two witnesses that are the age of majority. Here it's 19 and over. And they also have to, like, you know, not be drunk. Like a skunk. <laughs> <laughs> that goes for everywhere. Sound mind and body. Mm-hmm. You also need an officiant. Um, this is something that the vital stats department also has a search for and uh, there's somebody who will actually officiate the ceremony for you and you can meet with them ahead of time or not it really depends on what kind of style you're going with they'll have different options for you in terms of how long the ceremony will even be um but rob just mentioned that we were looking at italy or greece to get married so one of the things that came up was that you have to live there for a certain amount of time i believe it was i think it was that like one of us had to be there for like a month or something from what i remember you're looking at me like i know what you're i think it yeah from what i remember because it was a little while ago that we did this research yeah <laughs> so, well we're coming up on our one year anniversary yeah. so. so and it was definitely um that you had to like provide a lot of documentation to prove that you were allowed to get married too which was like just a little bit more hassle than what we were looking into. So, um, like I know that other people have looked at like getting married in Mexico and doing that whole thing. And they found out that you have to actually do a blood test or a urine test or both, depending on where you are. Um, and you have to be there like the week before your wedding, which, you know, for a lot of people is not possible. And especially right now, considering the anywhere in time you travel outside of the country, you have to quarantine for two weeks. Like, I would just say, like, stay in the province if you yeah. can. Stay local. Stay local. Stay in the province. Um, find somewhere that's meaningful to you here. If you are able to travel and quarantine and all that jazz, um, or if you're, like, coming from out of province or going to another province, um, definitely this is where I'm going to say you should try to plan in advance I know we just talked about this about like, you know, being spur of the moment, but like if you already have like a whack load of money saved and you're not like super stressed about what kind of, um, which vendors you want to book, then, you know, fly by seat of your pants. And also it may be able to fit you in because you're a smaller wedding type thing that's happening. Um, and I would definitely say if you are going to be going to a destination, hire a local planner, a photographer, and a videographer. And I say this because the planner is going to know right away, like who's going to fit your budget. Your photographer will want photos, don't you? And you want somebody local because they're going to know the lay of the land. Yeah. They're going to know the best spots. Definitely. And videographer, because like then you can share that moment with all your family and friends that weren't able to make it. Mm -hmm. Aside from your two witnesses. Yeah. If that's a, what you need in the place that you're going. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then.
of this has been a discussion for a lot of people like this year, whether they like just elope and then have a celebration the next year. And I think like, it's really up to your personal preference. So if you think that you don't really want to have a party afterwards, don't have a party afterwards. It's totally up to you, but I do suggest that you do have some sort of like special meal, just the two of you, or maybe just the two of you and your witnesses, something to like mark the moment because it's such a highly anticipated moment, even if you are eloping and you're keeping it small. Um, and remember too, that you want when you're planning the ceremony to, um, think about what you're going to wear. If you're going to exchange rings and vows, do you want a bouquet? Do you want a boutonniere? Um, do you want like a really amazing floral arch? (laughs) (laughs) And another thing too, is that like, I don't think you have to go traditional with like a wedding dress here either. And I say this all the time, wear what you are comfortable in. If your heart is set on a wedding dress, you do you. But if you want to wear like, I don't know, a combo thing, um, where that like you can wear later and like split it up and that if that's your thing, do it. If you want to wear like a pantsuit, do it. Totally your call. And same thing for the ghost for the guys, like, I think you opted to wear a suit more so because you like suits, right? Yeah. Yeah. I opted to wear a suit because I wanted to wear a suit. I wanted to be all fancy. Yeah. I I think I draw the line at jeans. (laughs) I know I just said, like, you do you, but I'm just like, I don't know. Jeans just don't feel, like, special enough for even, like, an elopement. Yeah, but some people's idea of, like, dressy and casual and and whatever they feel. I know, but I said, uh, that's my line. I was like... That's fair. Yeah. Everyone else, you do you. (laughs) Um, Just going back to, like, the whole reception thing, I I know that... um, a lot of people are this year basically planning on having like a one year celebration and they're going to do a vow renewal. Some are not. So it's really up to you what you'd like to do at the one year. But when you are phrasing your anniversary invitations, um, it's not going to be worded as invite you to the marriage of it's going to be invite you to the celebration in honor of their marriage. So I know it's complicated, but (laughs) this way, anyone who's coming to the wedding or the reception, I should say, knows that you've already signed the marriage license and that they shouldn't come there expecting a ceremony. Now, with that said, you need to go over some do's and don'ts. Again, just saying you do you, but anyways... Do prepare yourself for your family and your friends' reactions. And I say this because we walked into a situation where we hoped everyone would be cool. Yeah. And we lucked out. We did. Everybody was super cool. But you want to make sure that you kind of like read the room ahead of time to know if like anyone would feel incredibly hurt to not be there. So again, if you need to have those witnesses or, um, say you want to turn this elopement into like a micro wedding, then 
maybe take some of those people with you so that they can feel included, especially if they're your parents and they like always had the dream of say like quote unquote walking you down the aisle or like having that first dance moment, like all of those little things. Um, because yes, I know it is about the couple at the end of the day, but it takes a village. (laughs) So don't leave those people out. if you think that they're going to react badly after the fact, because that's a whole other thing. Um, when you decide whether you're going to have guests, are they going to be your witnesses as well? Because then you can, you know, really narrow down who should be coming. Um, but I say like right now, since the rules allow, why not have like 10 people there? Yeah. Yeah. And right now I know you can have 50, um, guests, not including vendors, but at the same time, um, in case that changes, then hopefully 10 is still like the number. You don't have to cut any people. Cause I feel like that would be tragic. Yeah. If you're going to have less than 10, that's, that's pretty I feel, like, I feel like you'd be okay. Yeah. Yeah. Even though the numbers are going up right now, I feel like you'd be okay. Unless they went like way up and then maybe the government would change the rules again. Yeah. It all really depends on where you are. It really does. Um, so I'm also going to say some people are kind of scared to do this because like, they're like the price is the price and like you can't negotiate it, but don't be afraid to ask for special pricing. Um, you're, especially if you're doing something really small. Um, and if say like maybe you're like willing to take like whatever flowers they have, or like you're not picky about, um, like the desserts, that kind of thing. Like basically ask all I can say is no. That's it. That's all I can do. And that brings me to budgeting. Everything costs something. <laughs> so definitely create a budget. Otherwise you're going to be like either really, really like on the other side of like, Oh my God, how much money did I spend on my elopement? Or you're going to be on the other side where it's like, you're kind of disappointed that like maybe you didn't get some of those elements that you wanted. So definitely look into that because that brings me to my last and final point. It is don't downplay your elopement. You know why I say that? Why? It's because I think a lot of the times people think that when they're eloping, it's not that big of a deal. It's still kind of a big deal. You're still having a wedding you're still promising to love and respect and and cherish somebody for the rest Mm -hmm. of your lives did you get a little teary eyed no no yeah and that and just because there's not going to be like a ton of people there to see it like remember that you're going to have your photos and your videos and like this is for you guys so have like all those little elements that you were looking for on the day. Um, just keep in mind that if you're, you know, you're getting married on like a mountaintop, you might not be able to have that floral archway that you wanted. <laughs> um, and again, if you're getting married on a mountaintop, you might not be able to have all the people that you want there too, because that's going to be multiple helicopter rides. So those are like little things that you want to think about as well. And I 
know I already mentioned this before, but like, I can't stress enough that having that special moment after the fact, like, even if it's like an early dinner and then you just like chill in your rooms, that's fine too. Just do something special to commemorate everything about the whole marriage because well, I'm not biased. I promise. Eloping is a big deal. Marriage is a big deal. And I really hope that anyone who's listening to this takes that and runs with it when it comes to their elopement. I really do. Yeah. Yeah. That about covers it. I know this is one of our shorter episodes, but like we said earlier, we're tired. Yeah. <laughs> so we're going to leave you with all of that about eloping. Uh, we will post some stuff in the that's rad discussion board to chat about when it comes to eloping. And if you have any comments, please feel free to email us at rad at radocations.ca. Until next time, stay rad.